mamas. Today we'll be learning how to find the time in your schedule to work your network marketing business and make room for what matters most. It's my hope that after listening to this episode, you will see things in a new light, have the steps to take action to loosen the reins of the burden of an overloaded schedule, and be set free from feeling like you have to say yes to all the things to be a good mom, a good wife, a good businesswoman, friend, or even good Christian. But first, thank you so much for taking the time to invest in your own professional and self-development by tuning into this episode today. Investing in yourself is always a worthy investment. If you're finding value, I would truly appreciate it if you would leave a review. Your review encourages other moms to listen, learn, and grow as well. Plus, your review enters you into our monthly drawing for a Dream Week Vacation Certificate to the destination of your choice and up to $5,000 value. You can leave a written Apple podcast review or post your review to Facebook and tag me at Melody Bishop. I will read the winning review during the first episode of the month, so be sure to check back in to see if it's you. And if you want to know more about how I'm able to gift unlimited vacation certificates to help grow my business, go to AbundantMomLife.com vacation for more info. Welcome to the Abundant Mom Life for Network Marketers show, where we choose to grow a successful and sustainable business from the crazy caffeine-filled comfort of home using flexible productivity strategies that simplify, optimize, and systemize our business and mom life. Hi, I'm Melody Bishop, a Jesus-loving boy mom, former teacher, turned top 1% network marketer, turned entrepreneur. I believe you can slay your day without being a slave to the hustle. If you're ready to get your time freedom back and design the life you love, you're in the right place. It's time to rise up, know your worth, and live abundantly. Hello again, mamas. Today we'll be talking about how to find the time to work your business and make room for what matters most so you can live more abundantly. I'm here to give you the permission to say no and learn to let go of what is no longer serving you so you can begin to grow. I'll share the importance of anchoring yourself in discerning what's good from what's best so you can truly walk in your purpose with excellence. And I'll guide you through the process of reflect, refocus, and renew so you can find peace and joy in your day again. I've asked over 100 mom bosses what their number one struggle in growing a successful business is. And hands down, the answer I hear most often is finding the time to work their business consistently. I bet you're shaking your head in agreement over there too. And boy, do I feel that answer because I have lived it. I don't think I quite grasped how challenging it would be being a work-at-home mom, building a business with two crazy boys and no village to help lighten the mom life load on my journey. I had many moments in the beginning of my business where I questioned whether working from home was a realistic and attainable goal or if I was just fooling myself thinking I could handle it all without losing my mind or affecting my relationships with my family in the process. 
I was determined to find a way to make room for my growing business without having to sacrifice time spent with family or my own self-care. Sadly, many top leaders never quite get a handle on this concept, especially with the glorified hustle and grind mentality in network marketing. And while they may be successful in their business, their health, family, and other relationships suffer. One of the most important skills we can learn as mom bosses is how to prioritize our life. But before we can begin to go plan or lay a strong business foundation, we must first create space in our busy mom life to devote to our new business. So today, I'm going to teach you the three most important steps you can take to find the time to work your new business and make room for what truly matters most in your life, i.e. your non-negotiables and life priorities. The first step in making room for what matters most is to learn how to let go so you can grow by putting into practice the swap and subtract method. Your schedule will never allow you room to grow or even breathe if it's only full of addition but never subtraction. If you continue to say yes more than you say no, your already full plate will get so heavy that eventually you'll find yourself dropping the whole plate and having to spend enormous amounts of time and energy just attempting to pick up all the pieces and put them back together. And sometimes this includes having to put the pieces of your own emotional and mental health back together after hitting a wall or having a burnout breakdown. And that's not healthy or productive for you or your family. Whenever you choose to say yes to something new, no matter how big or small, you will in turn have to say no to something else. You can only hold so much on your plate before it topples over. So how can we begin to make room for what matters most in our life? We must make it a habit to continuously practice swap and subtract. Some things in our life can be swapped out for other things for either a time or until seasons change and you have the available resources needed to add it back in again. Other things will need to be subtracted from your life permanently. A personal example of this is the choice I made to step down from music ministry when I began growing my network marketing business. Up until that point, music had been a core part of my identity. So choosing to let go of such a huge part of who I am was not an easy decision or a decision I made lightly. However, I knew God was calling me to step into a new season. And in order to reserve enough of my time and energy to walk out that calling with purpose and excellence, I had to make some tough choices to create room in my life and in my schedule. And that meant letting go of music ministry until I was in a season where I could add it back in again. We can do all things with excellence, but we cannot do all things with excellence all at the same time. That's a recipe for burnout, and there is no abundance in burnout. We need to make a conscious effort to assess what's on our plate that is no longer serving us and can be subtracted, and what's on our plate that is not serving our current season's goals that can be temporarily swapped out for something else that is more aligned with our goals in this current season of life. 
Once you've implemented swap and subtract, take this concept a step further and consider what is left on your plate that can be swapped or subtracted by delegating it to someone else. Now I know delegating can be hard sometimes, especially for peeps like me who are OCD and like things done a certain way. Anybody else out there like that? <laughs> I'm sure I'm not the only one. We have to learn that even though something may not be done exactly the way we would do it, it's better to release that control and get a task done than have it done perfectly. Done is better than perfect. Now, certain tasks cannot be delegated, but other tasks can. So delegate what you can either to other members of your household by hiring someone out or by creating a system or using an automated process or app and begin to lighten your load with the magic of delegation. Step two in making room for what matters most is to learn how to say no so you can grow by choosing your best yes. We have so many choices to make on a daily, sometimes moment by moment basis. And as mothers who are natural givers, it can often be hard to know when to say no. Saying no to something that we know is not a good fit for our talents is an easy no. But don't be fooled. The enemy wants to keep you so busy that you won't have room in your life to walk out your calling with excellence and rise to your fullest potential. And so he sends good things your way to distract you from what's best. The enemy knows that if he can't have our soul, the next best thing is to keep us from our calling. The enemy also knows that if he can't get us to say yes to what's sinful, he must send us assignments or tasks to distract us and keep us busy that seem good, helpful, and even like it could be God's will. So in order for us to keep moving forward and stay in our God-ordained lane, we must practice the art of choosing our best yes. There are a few key points I want to make in helping you to understand what it means to choose your best yes. The first point is to let go of being a people pleaser. As Christians, we are taught to serve others. And while that is absolutely true, this does not mean God wants us walking around as mombies, unable to function and live out our purpose and our life with abundance. Furthermore, we could be enabling others to take advantage of our time and resources. We teach people how to treat us. You are not a doormat, mama. Know your worth. There is no award for burnout and no heavenly crown for depletion. No. What God wants is for us to practice discernment. First, we need to learn how to discern our available resources. We can often easily discern whether we have enough time or money to say yes to something new. But the resource we often neglect to discern is our emotional resources. As you consider saying yes to something new, ask yourself, do I have the time resources to say yes? Do I have the financial resources to say yes? Do I have the emotional resources to say yes? Chances are, if you find yourself already exhausted, short on patience, 
snapping at your kids and feeling like you are overwhelmed, you do not have the emotional resources left to say yes. So if the answer is no to any of those questions, unless God has already told you to say yes, you need to politely decline and explain that you simply do not have the resources to say yes at this time. Those who respect you and your resources will understand. Those who do not, well, let's just say you may want to reconsider your relationship with those people moving forward. This point leads me to my next point, which is understanding that not every assignment is your assignment. I'm sure we all know someone who is multi-passionate and seems like a super mom doing all the things while we struggle to manage home life and business life. Keep in mind, do not compare your journey to anyone else's highlight reel. Comparison is the thief of joy, and it's yet another tactic of the enemy to keep you too stressed and depressed to walk in your calling with boldness and confidence. No two callings are the same, and your journey is not meant to look like anyone else's journey. You are a piece in someone's puzzle. But don't get it twisted, there are far too many mamas out there saying yes to all the good things, and while they may manage them well enough, they are not excelling in any area because they have taken on too many assignments all at once, or have said yes to too many assignments that were never meant to be theirs in the first place. There are many reasons why we feel the need to take on so much at one time. Perhaps we want to feel needed by our family, friends, church, etc. So we say yes because we want to be loved, liked, and admired for being selfless. Some have a hard time saying no when asked to take on a position or assignment because they have a big heart and want to serve others and honor God. Some have a deep desire to stay busy so they don't have to do the hard work needed to grow in their calling and walk that path of obedience because it's scary to get out of your comfort zone and fear of failure is real. And then there are some people who have so many desires placed on their heart that are of God, but they have a hard time knowing which season is the right season for which calling and which desire God has placed on their heart. So they end up saying yes to all of those things all at one time because it might be a calling of theirs, but it might not be the proper season for them to begin to walk out that calling. Whatever the reason is, I want you to know that while I am guilty too and am a recovering people pleaser and a say yes to all the things leader, when you say yes to an assignment that is not your God-given assignment, you are sinning and being disobedient. Furthermore, your saying yes to someone else's best yes assignment can be standing in the way of that person's growth and blessing in stepping into their true calling. Ouch, right? I had to learn this too. And I know that may sound harsh. And while said in love, I feel it's so important to get this point across because I see way too many mamas saying yes to way too much. And this act not only holds them and their family back from abundance and the fullest of blessings, 
but it is holding back abundance from the person who is called to say yes to the assignment. God doesn't glorify busy. We in our own human nature do. So don't allow the enemy to keep you too busy and distracted saying yes to all those good things that you end up being disobedient and never having enough room in your heart or your life to say yes to God's best for your life. And if you want to explore this topic a little bit deeper, go ahead and check out the book The Best Yes by Lisa Turkhurst. This book, when I read it, was an absolute eye-opener and game-changer for opening up the doors to more abundance in my life. And the third step in making room for what matters most is to reflect, refocus, and renew on repeat. In this ever-changing mom life, it's important to remember that as seasons shift and change, we must adapt to those changes as best we can. This requires pausing in the pivots and taking a pulse on how full or depleted we're feeling. When we make reflection a regular part of our life, we'll be able to diagnose any areas of struggle or overwhelm before we hit the burnout stage. We pause to reflect on how we're spending our time. We pause to reflect on the fruitfulness of our habits and routines. We pause to reflect on our inner peace, joy, and fulfillment. Practice the pause and reflect as often as necessary. As we reflect, we'll often notice that some of our strife stems from the root of priorities that are misaligned or out of whack. Remember, what you feed will grow and what you starve will die. Some of us are feeding the wrong things (laughs) in our life and the wrong things are growing instead of the right things. And some of us are starving the right things instead of the wrong things. So we got to get our priorities right. (laughs) We really do. In reflecting, we may discover that in order to make room for what matters most again, we need to refocus on placing our most divinely ordered priorities at the forefront of our life. This requires some discipline because we naturally want to do the things that are easy and fun and stuff that doesn't require a lot of brain power, right? You know, but that's not always, most of the time anyway, not the God-ordained priorities of our life. We need to always make sure that we are putting our priorities first and then at the end of the day, Once our priorities have been given the full attention that they need and they deserve, then we can add in those other things that are a little bit more fun and easy to do. So the key to making this reflect and refocus process much easier and much more enjoyable is to stay in tune with the Holy Spirit's direction in your life by renewing your mind daily so you can start each day in the right mindset and stay out of that nasty hamster wheel of stinking thinking. When we stay connected to God's word and allow his spirit to gently guide us in all of life's ups and downs, we'll find ourselves able to get unstuck and stay unstuck without getting sucked in and tossed around by the natural changing of tides in our life. Furthermore, spending time 
time to renew our minds daily and stay tuned to the Holy Spirit's guidance will help give us more clarity so that we know we have that peace so that we know that we are actually on the path that God has ordained for us in this season of our life. Okay, so your action step homework for today is, as we reflect, refocus, and renew, set aside some time to meditate on your life and business goals, and whether your priorities match up with either feeding or starving the progress you need to make to reach those goals. Consider what you might need to swap or subtract to make more time for what matters most and write the words best, yes, on a post-it, place it on your mirror to remind yourself of the importance of saying no to what's good so you can say yes to God's best. And before you go, let me leave you with an abundance prayer. Father God, Thank you for the gentle leading of your Holy Spirit as our helper. Help us to lean into your wisdom and guidance and trust that what you have in store for us is better than anything we could ever imagine. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Mommy's show. Hey, Mama. If you found value in today's show, I'd be truly grateful if you take a few moments to hit that follow or subscribe button and leave an Apple podcast review. You can even share this podcast with your team because when we work together, we can empower mamas to claim the abundant life they desire and deserve. Come join our Facebook community at Abundant Mom Life for Network Marketers. Can't wait to get to know you.